You're listening to KDRT-LP 95.7 FM, Davis, California. And now stay tuned for Heart to Heart with Dr. G. Welcome to Heart to Heart. I'm Dr. Gitan, and the announcer says that this program can assist you in living life richly and lightly, and I will ask, and wisely. Why not learn how to make wise determinations or decisions or perspectives earlier than waiting until we are wiser and elders to say, oh, now I see things differently. Why not start today? So today I'd like to offer you two things, two words and six things, and I'll tell you about those six, or maybe it's seven, come to think of it. But the two words that you might want to consider each day and possibly each, um, well, each week and month and You might change the words, but it's good to have words to go by so that one lives one's life richly, lightly, and as wisely as possible. So what are those two words? Well, I'll talk a lot about the first one. It's called balance. It starts with a B. It's early in the in the, uh, the, the, the list of, of, of uh, letters, uh, the alphabet, shall we say. Balance between the items that can make a difference in how you live your life and how you feel about it and what you accomplish, not just the things that you do, but the manner in which you do them. So let's first talk about the two words, balance, and the other word, which I'll talk about more significantly maybe at another time, is respect having respect for oneself and all others, and that does mean all others. There's no, there are no exceptions. So the word 
balance means that there are items that you might like to consider and to ask yourself, do these items all fit into your each and every day or each and every week? Or do you find yourself forgetting about one or two or possibly three or four of these? And it can be difficult and demanding to um, attend to all six of these best doctors in the world. And you might be, you might have pen and pencil and paper in hand waiting for names of physicians, but that's not exactly how I will present this information. What are the six best doctors in the world, and I possibly a seventh that I will suggest if time allows? So stay tuned for the six best doctors in town. So you might be eagerly awaiting the name of these six best doctors in the whole wide world, and the fact is that you have it within you to be, to some degree, your own physician, shall we say, because the first of the six best doctors in the whole wide world is sunlight, and there are times when it's stormy and it's raining and it's snowing or it's, it's, it's just not a lovely day. But overall, one needs to think of sunlight in a more expansive way. Light on one's skin, even if you have to stay indoors because of the weather perhaps or circumstances or physical limitations, to open the curtains, to allow whatever light there is to come into your space, your living space, or to step outside the door, even if you have to be under shelter with the use of an umbrella or, or perhaps a, 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 an extension to the roof, but to make it a point to be outside or receiving the outside light upon your skin can make a difference in how you feel, how you manage your day, what your mood, manner, and what your wisdom might be all about and what your spirit might be all about. And so to think of each day to say, do I include outside light, brightness of spirit to come into my, my being, shall we say, Lightness of spirit, you say, well, wait a minute, you're talking about other things too. Yes, I am. I'm talking about the obvious and the not so obvious. So to, to invite sunlight each and every day upon your skin, in your life, in your spirit, 
to have sources of inspiration that guide you and insist that you consider the whole picture, not just the small picture of all the difficulties that you personally are encountering or you hear about in the news if you listen to the news and if you listen to the news too much and too often and if it has an, a, a, a negative impact on your manner, mood, manner, and, and mode, shall we say. So one of the best doctors in the world is to include the light of day upon your skin and to relish and enjoy it and savor it, to do it without your cell phone or some other accoutrement uh, that uh, requires you also your attention, but to take time to just be at the mercy of and benefiting from the natural light that is there for you to enjoy for you to savor, for you to take into your body, into your mind, and into your spirit. Think about that. I'll be right back. As this music suggests, get your foot out the door, so to speak. Get yourself outside or in view of the outside if you cannot go out. Even if you are limited physically and you are sitting in a wheelchair or sitting in your bed and you cannot get off your, on your own without assistance, Insist. In fact, there are studies that show that people in hospitals do better in terms of recuperation when they are positioned with their bed next to a window rather than next to a noisy door. It's a very interesting awareness. So the first of the six best doctors in the world is sunlight upon your skin and the light of inspiration. The second best doctor in the world is enough rest, enough downtime, enough quiet time, a renewal of quiet time instead of being at the mercy, at the mercy of all the technology that could occupy 26 hours of the day, and there's only 24, by the way, but it's a, my way of saying that it could be occupying all of your time, and yet, if it does, if it occupies too much of your time, 
then you might be in trouble because being healthy and dealing with the circumstances that uh, uh, are you are facing, whatever or however serious they might be or however painful they might be to you, you might have more difficulty if you're not well rested. So to make sure that each day you take enough downtime and enough quiet time when you separate from your cell phone, from your whatever gadgets you might have available the rest of the time, it's really a good idea to say, I just want to be me and to be with me and to be breathing now and then in the course of my day. And that can be called renewal time. Knowing oneself anew, and also renewing one's spirit and one's energy and one's, one's uh, inspiration. And that requires downtime when we are not occupied with our cell phone or our computer or being busy worrying about this, that, and that other thing. So sunlight and rest are the two of the best doctors in the whole wide world. Do you create, do you include in your life access to outside light, and do you rest enough to make a difference in your life? Think about that. This is the music of Pavlo, live in Castoria. If that doesn't make you feel like dancing, I don't know what will. Dancing is not just for dancers, people who say, I am inspired and I'm well-trained and I know how to dance. It's, it's, alive, it's a source of aliveness, aliveness and spirit inside all of us. And the music of Pavlo invites us to remember that and reactivate that force within because the third of the best doctors in the whole wide world is movement, exercise, and dancing. 
allowing the body to express sentiments that are there, that may, may be there without words, or you may not have the right words to speak um, about what's going on in your life, what's going on in, around you, what is taking place to people you care about or what you hear about on the news. Yet at the same time, it is important, vital to move that energy in and out of your body so that you're not stuck with negative energy and to dance, to express your despair, your difficulties, your delight through dancing. And children know how to do that, except that they learn sometimes too early to determine that whether they are good at it or not good at it. And the fact is they are natural at it as long as they are left to their own response to the moment. And so it's about an invitation to come back to child, being childlike, if you will, but in the most positive way, to be able to feel, to recognize what you're experiencing on the inside and to move it, express it in movement, or take walks, long walks, short walks, many walks, slow walks if that's all you can do, or roll walks, <laughs> if you wish, meaning if somebody pushes you in a wheelchair, that may be considered a walk. It's you relating to the outside in a way that you can do so, or relating to the hallways where you live if you are fortunate enough to have hallways that allow space to keep walking, keep moving, keep rolling, shall we say. And that is a source of doctoring in your life. So, so far, I've shared with you sunlight, rest, and movement and exercise. Stay tuned for more. Because moving to music, dancing, well, that's life. And that's also a program here on Thursdays, a program titled That's Life with Lois, Lois Richter. She, she features interviews on a range of topics, including local groups and activities, work and life choices, philosophy and theory, as well as art, birding, cooking, and other passions. 
and her program is uh, here on uh, KDRT 95.7 FM Davis. It is on Thursdays live from 11 to 12 and replayed. Well, for replays and more, visit kdrt.org. And that is some more from Pavlo, Pavlo, live in Castoria, who plays the guitar like a, mm, like a virtuoso and invites us all to be, to bring to life our own aliveness. So you may ask, what is number four on your list of the six best doctors? Well, we've already talked about, a little briefly perhaps, but about brightness of light. We've talked about taking rest, having downtime and quiet time, and exercising, moving, dancing. What about nutrition? If you eat potato chips for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and wonder how come you're not feeling very well— there's reason to be concerned. And nobody eats potato chips or whatever, popcorn or chocolate uh, exclusively, but many times we eat too much of one of those things or others that are not uh, filling our body with the nutrients that we need. We need to feed the body. The body is our vehicle. It's like a musical instrument, except it's our very own. And so we need to make health-minded choices. We need to nourish the spirit with food and with wisdom. And the wisdom comes from being well-fed with good food that nourishes the cells in our body. Easier said than done, and we all have acquired tastes for this, that, or the other thing that may not be giving us the nutrition that we would like or need. Yet at the same time, we can get habituated anew, if you will. Uh, We can get... um, we can train our body to respond positively to a food that may not seem all that tasty at first, and yet after a while we become acclimated to its taste and its flavor, and we feel pleased that we are nourishing our, our, our body in a way that makes it more useful, uh, capable, and able to deal with difficulties. Here's some more of Pavlo.
So that is the sec- the third uh, selection on uh, this recording, and its its tone is a little different. Instead of uh, quick and alive, it's slow and alive, more profound, if you will, more able to uh, to stir up deep emotions that we stay away from or don't want to deal with or ignore. And it is good to move to that music and to draw to that music and wonder what is it in me that comes to life when I listen to this music and I do something with it, whether it's dancing or drawing, and you don't have to be good at either one, except that you are good at it in terms of self-expression. Think about that. A few days ago, I had opportunity to visit a local, very local museum, the Manetti Shrem Museum that is right here in Davis. And if you happen to live in Davis or close by, it is well worth going to see this exhibit, it seems to me, at least. Deborah Butterfield is one of the artists that is particularly well-featured and uh, the the description of who she is and what she does says, P.S., these are not horses. Deborah Butterfield sculpts like a poem, like a poet, and she does. And as I wandered, and I did wander, and I was by myself, which is the best way to go to a museum— because you don't get sidetracked in conversation with another person or another person's perspective, but rather you are left to your own wondering because you are wandering. And I wandered a lot. And yes, those creations that she uh, she has done, 
do look like horses, some standing and looking very majestic and some sitting on the floor, on the ground. And yet there was something intriguing. Someone asked me as I was leaving the museum, how was it for you? And I said it was intriguing and it was also very touching to the point of tears, near tears in my eyes. And so it's, uh, it's uh, he, here's what she does. Uh, with barbed wire and tractor parts and makeshift fence posts, she finds her a way to include them in her sculpture. And yet the end product is intriguing and touching. And it is important to have those moments when we are unusually and possibly surprisingly touched and moved and intrigued by virtue of what we see or what we hear or what we um, are surrounded by so that it gives us an opportunity to tune in to some emotions that we may not have known were there. And sometimes we are wearing a mask, and yes, that is timely these days. Many people are wearing masks for physical protection, but many people also wear a mask meaning they look in the mirror and they do not see themselves. They see what the world supposes or insists that they should look like. And uh, instead of being seeing a reflection of who they are and what they think, what they feel, and what they intuit. Stay tuned. And here is more music by Pavlov. Pavlov, that is. You are listening to KDRTLP 95.7 FM, Davis, California. Yes, there is also on KDRT LP 95.7 FM here from Davis and available online, the Davis Garden Show with local nursery pro Don Shore and with his co-host Lois Richter. And they look at all things for the garden for every season. Technically, it is played on at, uh, I believe, at 12 noon from 12 to 1 on Thursdays on KDRT. And for replays and for more information, visit kdrt.org. 
It is so interesting to listen to Don Shore, who is very knowledgeable about greenery, plants, and flowers, and has something very intriguing at times to say or reveal about how to take care of one's garden or how to savor the plants that we see. Stay tuned for more. I'd like to read to you something I got this morning, in fact, January 24th, 2024. Yep, I got it this morning from the Swami, Swami Beyond Ananda, who is humorous and yet profound in his comments or his observations or his sayings. So here's what he says today. I did my Ascended Master's thesis on levitation and levity. And when they asked the graduating class to please rise, I actually did. (laughs) And that made me laugh out loud this morning. And laughter is actually one of the seven best doctors in the world to include laughter whether it's giggling or a big belly laugh or something humorous that has taken place or that you have heard or that has happened to you, it is good to be prepared to be a laughing person, a person who smiles, giggles, and laughs out louds. So I'll read this again. Here's what the Swami says this morning. I did my Ascended Master's thesis on levitation and levity. And when they asked the graduating class to please rise, I actually did. (laughs) And this is written by Swami Beyondananda, who might be a guest on this program at some point, maybe We've, we've talked about it. I've, in fact, I've had conversation with him. I like his play on words as he does with levity and says, I actually did rise, that is. <laughs> and and I, like, I like very much when people can make a, a play with words and reveal other meanings, and sometimes they are deeper meaning meanings. So who are the six best doctors in the world? Well, the seventh one is laughter. To be able to find something amusing a lot or a little, it doesn't matter. It's to be allowing oneself, in spite of the seriousness of life on this day or in this a set of circumstances or whatever is taking place around you to be able to notice things of beauty and things that make you feel giddy or that make you laugh out loud. 
And that, too, is useful for balance, balancing not only your body but your mind and your spirit and all the hormones in your body that are flowing because it is important to activate certain happy hormones, shall we call them, that make it easier to deal with the difficulties that you might experience later on. That is from an album titled Pavlo Live in Castoria. Castoria is spelled with a K. K A S T O R I A. Pavlo, who plays the guitar like a pro and like it means something, and there's energy coming from his play and in his play. And so one doesn't listen to music, one becomes part of the music. And the more you do something with it, whether it's dancing, moving, or, or drawing pictures, even if you don't think you're good at it, it reveals to you perhaps or to others what is going on below the surface, shall we say. So I've, I've shared with you uh, four or five of the best doctors in the whole wide world. So let me tell you about number five and number six. Number five is self-confidence. And I would say a realistic sense of self, not a blown-up sense of self like I'm better than everybody else. And if only everybody else thought like I do, I would be okay and they would be okay. No, 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 not like that. It's with respect for self and respect for others, yet with having scrutinized one's beliefs and says, what have I acquired in the course of my short or medium or very long life that um, still, still is true for me? Or what have I acquired that is no longer true, and yet I'm still behaving as if it is? Or maybe parts of it are true and parts of it are not. So self-confidence requires reflection, and reflection requires that quiet time when one says, what's going on with me at this moment? What do I, what do I know? What do I feel? How, how do I respond to this 
moment, whatever it is that's taking place, and what has been learned that I like, and what has been learned that maybe I need to learn another way of dealing with it, or I could use part of it, but I also need to learn other ways in addition to the ways that I have learned. And that helps build self-confidence so that one says, I know something about who I am, whether I'm 20 or 40 or 60 or 80 or 92 and a half and a qu- or 100 and a quarter for that matter. Because in different times of life and different episodes in our journey, if you will, we may encounter different experiences and it might bring up some parts of self that, hmm, we say, I'm not too sure I like that part. Or it might bring out some parts of self that are more profound. So self-confidence insists and requires that you spend time reflecting on your experience as it is now, how it has been, and to wonder how might it be at a later time. Stay tuned for more. might ask yourself, what is it that this music brings up in me, whether it's a memory, a feeling, a perspective? And it's good to wonder about that, that perspective or that memory and say, what have I learned? What have I gained? How do I know some things now that I didn't know back then? And instead of faulting oneself, which is, does not help with self-confidence at all, but rather say, thank goodness that as I've moved along in years, whether you are 20 or 40 or 80 or 90 or 106, what have I gained in terms of wisdom And what have I gained in terms of perspective and greater understanding? 
and that helps build self-confidence. And number six is having friends. Not necessarily lots of friends, but having friends that meet different needs. And that sounds like it could sound selfish, but it's about being having clarity of mind that says, what does my friendship with so-and-so or my next-door neighbor or the person down the street, what does that how does that serve me and how can I serve that person even if I don't know them very well? And so there are different kind of friendships and it's good to have at least one or two friends with whom we can be revealing the deeper or the deepest of our own thoughts and feelings and memories. And it's good to have acquaintances which are a kind of friends where we can say, hi, how's the weather in your neck of the woods and what's going on with your brother-in-law or whatever you know about them that you might inquire. And you might want to keep the subject matter on the surface, and that's okay. It's good to have a diversity of people in your life who can be present, who mean uh, and nourish you in some way, and in different ways at that. And it's good to have at least one or two friends. And if you're very rich, you might have three <laughs> with whom you can share the deepest of your thoughts and feelings. But usually it's not a very many because people have limitations in what they can hear or what they're interested in. And they immediately want to say, oh, yes, me too. And so it's really good to, instead of judging them negatively, to say, I'm, I hear that you've had some difficulties along your relationships or you've been divorced a couple of times yourself. And know that they are not available to hear how you're feeling today in this moment without giving you advice, without having to fix it or remedy it or compare it, etc., etc. So I remind you that it's about balance and maintaining each and all of these items that I've barely mentioned today in all stages of life, whether you're very young or moving on in years or somewhere in the middle, allows you to enjoy a healthy life. And what are they? Again, I'll go through them. Sunlight, the bright light of outside life. Quiet time, time for reflection, 
Time for Wandering, as I was doing in this museum a few, just a few days ago, and I'm going back because the exhibit was so intriguing and touching. <laughs> moving, whether it's dancing or moving in whatever way you can, but making your body move or, or your ability to move, even if it's limited, but moving into and out of a sur your surroundings and putting some healthy food in your body along with whatever else you eat, whether it's chocolate or potato chips or popcorn or whatever it is. A little bit may be okay. I'm not sure about that. A nutritionist might say something else, but at the same time, it's good to not be difficult with oneself and yet say, a little more of the greens and a little more of the health-minded foods might help me be better able to deal with the circumstances that I come up with every single day of my life. And self-confidence, knowing yourself, which does require quiet, reflective time. And having friends, having people with whom you can enjoy just this kind of talk and that kind of talk and deeper kind of talk, talk as well. And I've added laughter to be able to find amusement and, uh, and fun and frolic uh, with small things sometimes and to be patient, even if what's going on in your life is serious-minded. This is not disregarding the seriousness of it all. This is giving yourself more reinforcement to deal with the difficulties that you are facing, perhaps, in such a way that you can do so and have better end results, shall we say. So sunlight on your skin, in, through your eyes, Resting time, downtime, moving time, and food that nourishes you, that helps you have a healthy body, a healthy mind and spirit, and gives you self-confidence, as well as respecting the self-confidence of others, and friends of all sorts, and a whole lot of that thing called laughter, amusement, yes. And yes, this is sung in French. Ce soir, c'est notre dernier soir. Demain matin, je partirai.
And learning a different language can be a good idea, not just out of necessity because because of business, but rather because when you know uh, how to speak and you have some understanding of the language, you begin to see that values and perspectives are reflected in the kind of language that they have developed. Think about that. As Deborah Butterfield, the artist uh, who has drawn these, these are not horses, but they look like horses. They have a life of their own, and I'm going to see them again. And they are featured at this moment at the Manetti Shrem Museum in Davis, and it costs absolutely nothing to go. Their hours of operation are limited, so it's good to find out what they are before showing up if you live close enough to do so. But you can also, even though the experience may be a little different, it is available some information about Deborah Butterfield, the artist, and the nature of materials that she uses to create interesting these are not horses. <laughs> Take care. Learning how to value your time and take your time. This is Dr. G saying ciao for now.